Well, hi, everybody. How are you doing? It's G here again. Ready for my story time. Oh, look at you guys. All ready for a new story. Well, today's story is called Buck's Tooth. Buck's Tooth is written by Diane Crendensor. I don't know who illustrated that. I want to see who illustrated this book because it looks really cool. Oh, goodness. Are you guys ready to hear about Buck and his tooth? Oh, good. Good, good, good. All right. I'm comfy cozy. I'm sitting out on my patio. I can hear some birds in the background singing. Oh, comfy cozy I am. How about you guys? Look at there. I, I see that. I hear you guys. Ah, they're all comfy. They're all cozy. All right. Should we read about Buck's tooth? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Chapter one. This is Buck. He's a beaver. Like most beaver, Buck had little ears, a flat tail, thick brown fur, and big front teeth. Or in Buck's case, one big square front tooth. Buck didn't like his tooth. Not one bit. It's silly. That's what he says. It's silly. That tooth ruined everything. All Buck talked. Shoots and ladders? Sometimes, he, and his friends say, sometimes he sprays when he talks. He can't help it. Have a tissue. Poor Buck. And how Buck smiled. All he sees is, I'm all tooth. That's all they see in the picture is his big tooth. And it ruined how Buck ate. Slow down, dear. Chew your food. His tooth is sticking way out in the way. Aw, poor Buck. It did make brushing his teeth easier, but that was about it. Oh, can you imagine having a big tooth sticking out of your mouth? It'd be real easy to scrub that with a toothbrush, wouldn't it? And now Buck's big square tooth was about to ruin the biggest event of the year. The Beaverton Talent Show. Huh. Prizes? Fun? Nuts? Hmm. Hosted by the squirrels. Cool. They have a talent show lineup. Oh, there's all kinds of people shined up. No one in Beaverton would think of missing it. Once, Jimmy Nagel blew such a big bubble, he flew up into a tree. Everyone is still talking about when Charlie Lane wiggled his ears, tail, and nose while juggling four apples. Wow. This year, Buck and his friends were finally old enough to enter the show. Here's his friends. I'm singing feathers in the nest. It's a bird. And the bunnies. I'm making my cousins Ethan and Edie disappear. Oh, this one's I'm log rolling. Donald turned to Buck. Donald looks like a dog. What are you going to do, Buck? Buck looked from Donald to Pearl to Marvin. Ah, it's a surprise, he said. Chapter 2. And it was a surprise, even to Buck. He had no idea what his talent was. He tried 
to everything he tried to do ended in disaster. I can't see past my tooth. He tried stilt walking. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't see past my tooth. He tried playing a flute, and that tooth was in the way. Whistling. <laughs> tooth was in the way. His tooth always got in the way. Why did Buck have this silly tooth in the first place? When Buck's tooth started to grow, it looked different from everyone else's teeth in the family. At six months, it was it was kind of small. When he had three years, it was sticking out quite a bit. Everybody else had one little tooth in the very front of their mouth, and he's got almost entire mouth covered with this big tooth. At five years, oh, everybody. Everybody's teeth were the same, everyone but his Uncle Henry. Buck looked exactly like him. Big old tooth off the side of his mouth. Uncle Henry was a famous sculptor. With his one big tooth, he could sculpt just about every, anyone in Beaverton. Sammy Squirrel said it was amazing. Oh, there's newspaper headlines. Charlie Chipmunk said it was incredible. Wow. Tweets be birds. Super. Yowza. Everyone thought Buck should follow in Uncle Henry's footsteps. But Buck did not want to be his uncle's shadow. <sighs> Here's his uncle. My masterpiece is complete. <laughs> cool. He made a carving out of a tree and it looks like a beaver. This is your very first show, Bucky. I remember my first show. I made a toothpick. What will you be doing? Hmm. It'll it's a surprise, he says. With every step back home, Buck grew more worried. Everyone is really expecting something special from me. How will I ever pull this off? Wait a minute. Buck stopped. For the first time in days, he smiled. That's it. I have to pull my tooth out. Buck was sure if he got rid of his tooth, he would find his talent. I think that's kind of a silly idea. What do you guys think? Yeah. Okay. Chapter 3. Buck hurried home and started planning Operation Tooth Pool. Hmm. I wonder how he's going to do that. He's got a notebook out, and he's writing down all kinds of ways to pull the tooth out. Plan A looks like there's a string around his tooth, and the string goes to a doorknob, and then, oh, sh slam the door, and supposed to pull the, pull the tooth out. The next morning, he and his tooth were ready. So long, tooth. It's time to say goodbye. Buck started with plan A. He called his sisters. I need your help. And he tied the string on, tied it to the door. Molly, shut the door. And slam! There goes the door. And the tooth is still in his mouth. Polly, shut the door. Nope, nope, same thing. He fell flat and still a tooth. Holly, shut the door really hard. Hmm. Plan A did not work. Hmm. Interesting, huh? Interesting. Buck moved on to plan B. 
Mom, do you need help cracking nuts? Why, thank you, Buck, but be careful. You can crack your tooth. Oh, I know. I mean, uh, I will. After opening 30 pecans, 22 Brazil nuts, and 15 walnuts, Buck's tooth still wouldn't budge. <sighs> no problem. There was always Plan C. Let's see what Plan C is here. Buck went to Marvin's house. Marvin the rabbit. Marvin, I need your help. You're such an awesome magician. Can you make my tooth disappear? Are you sure, Buck? I really like your tooth. Once it's gone, it's not coming back. Oh, Buck was sure. He closed his eyes. He took a deep breath. <sighs> and bid farewell to his tooth. Hocus pocus. Buck opened his eyes. His tooth was still there. Ugh, try again. Simsalabim. Buck's tooth was still there. Shoes and socks, spaghetti and meatballs. No matter what Marvin said, nothing happened. I'm sorry, Buck. I guess your tooth doesn't want to disappear. Ugh. Operation Tooth Pull was officially a failure. Chapter 4 Buck wanted to be alone. He went to one of his favorite spots and crawled in. Tooth, you bring me nothing but trouble. I'm not going to the talent show and that's that. Buck started to fall asleep when he heard Pearl calling his name. Buck! Buck! Here you are! I've been looking for you! I thought you'd be practicing your surprise! Buck didn't answer. Buck! I'm your best friend, right? You have to tell me what the surprise is. Please? 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 Finally, Buck spoke. The surprise is that I have no talent. All I have is a big tooth, and both of us are good at nothing. That's not true, Buck. Oh, really? Have you seen me play the flute, or walk on stilts, or eat corn? At first, Pearl was silent. But before she left, she told Buck, You just haven't found your talent yet. It might be that it's right under your nose. Once he was alone again, Buck couldn't stop thinking. Everyone is going to grow up and leave me behind. Pearl will be a famous singer. Marvin will make everyone disappear into thin air. Donald will roll logs down the Mississippi and I'll be left with my tooth. Chapter 5 While everyone waited for the talent show to begin, at the stage everybody's waiting, Uncle Henry wheeled his statue to the back of the stage. I think this is one of my greatest creations. I've never worked so hard before. Welcome to the 25th Annual Beaverton Talent Show. First up is Holly 
Molly and Polly. There are so many new acts this year. Oh, Holly, Molly, and Polly are riding a pogo stick all together at one time. That's pretty crazy. Okay, back at the log. Buck could hear clapping and laughing and cheering. And then he heard singing. It was Pearl. I can't miss Pearl. She'll never forgive me. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. He tripped and he is falling downhill. Oh no, oh no. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Bam! Right into Uncle Henry's statue. Uh-oh. What did I do? Oh, no. Uncle Henry's masterpiece. I have to fix it before anybody finds out. Oh, he's climbed underneath there. He's going to... Chapter 6. Frankie McSunders had just recite, finished reciting Casey at the Bat. Fine job, Frankie. And now... Henry Broadtail invites you all to see his newest masterpiece. I'm so proud to share my latest and my, maybe my greatest work in honor of our beloved Beaverton. Without further ado... Surprise! Look at there's... There's Buck underneath the drapery and the crowd just <gasps> gasped. Oh... Look at that! What are you doing, Buck? Um, uh, Molly, I was on my way to the talent show. <gasps> what have you done? This looks absolutely fantastic! What? 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 Uncle Henry smiled. I've never seen such fine carving. Details are amazing. Bucky, how did you do this? All eyes were on Buck. Uh, my tooth? I used my tooth, Uncle Henry? Buck realized what he had said. Then Buck realized what he had done. My tooth! I used my tooth! Look at that statue. It's a beautiful beaver statue. And just like Pearl had said, Buck's talent was right under his nose the whole time. Look at that! Yeah. You guys keep yourselves the way you are. You're beautiful the way you are. Yeah, don't get rid of anything. He wanted to get rid of that tooth. And that, no, and a tooth was something that made him special. Very special. It sure did. Wow. Wow, Buck. I'm glad you found your talent. And now you love your tooth. Yeah. Oh, goodness, that was so much fun. Thank you guys for coming and sitting and read, listening to the story tonight. It was so much fun. Well, our time is done, though, unfortunately. So, until we read again, bye-bye now. <laughs>